0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your attention, please. It's time for Last Call. This is a last call, last call, last call. A behind-the-scenes and candid conversation. From A's Baseball... That's gonna be gone, and it's back to back to back. Can you believe that? To miked-up memories, to industry insights, and after-dark illumination of our national pastime. Back now, back now. This is the last call, last call, last call. Here's Amelia Schimmel and Jessica Kleinschmidt you hear that your super bowl raleigh loves a good walk
1: off um welcome back to last call um the lady who usually introduces us forgot to leave out raleigh raleigh is a part of this show today what the heck raleigh's here raleigh fingers the cat she's purring she's ready to go she's meowing it up because we have quite a bit to celebrate today here's what we have on tap our course i feel like you can't have a show Unless you talk about Tony Kemp, he's kind of the star of it tonight. Mm-hmm. We believe in Stephen Vogt. We always will. Ain't no party like an A's watch party. We'll go over that that I we like had that. last Friday, and then just because I'm not sick of talking about him, we never should be. We're gonna talk about Tony Kemp twice today. Every day is Tony T- Tony Kemp day. I totally yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so the moment we got to the stadium today, um, it was interesting though because I didn't I didn't walk in the clubhouse for a bit, but I noticed out. On the field, when I was in the press box, guys were sporting these Stephen vote uh, shirts, mm-hmm. and they were just the, the standard Kelly green, of course. But they had number twenty one in the back with "Believe" as the name across the top, an outline of Stephen vote with it, and then on the front um, had a catcher's mask with number twenty one in the front left pocket. And when we were walking to the dugout, Ken Korak, who just you know loves to just chat with people said wow Stephen you have we have a new uniform today and he of course in the most Stephen vote way says yes I'm extremely humbled and very very honored Mm. Alyssa vote his wife worked with the last dive bar crew to make these happen so it's just
2: cool it's just
1: a cool thing Stephen vote like my first kind of you know um I
2: guess instance of figuring out how just how hilarious and awesome he is. I was back working at MLB Network and I was working on intentional talk and he came on as a referee and we were like, what's going on? Like Johnny Gomes calls him in. And like a lot of people have seen this sketch, but if you haven't, definitely Google like Stephen Vote referee. Um, and he was just hilarious. I don't know how you can just you know come dress as a referee and make the sketch so funny but then he did a Chris Farley one did you, did you see that one mm-hmm. they're living in a van down by the river yeah. that oh so good he's hilarious yeah and he's really nice too and um he came and took the lineup cards out pre-game and stuff also I had a and this is skipping forward for half a second announced him as a pinch hitter later in the game he ended up not coming in but he had a moment where he got an ovation so it's not he didn't even really getting at bat. I guess it's probably an official at bat or something but Yeah. Yeah, I came to the
1: game for a nanosecond and got an ovation. He got it, like he didn't, not even that. He got his full-on walk-up song like played yeah. and it we always talk about it in the press box like when there's a long warm up or a long, you know, in between. I hate hearing a walk-up song go deep into the song itself. Yeah. Just because it makes me a little uncomfortable. It's like. Yeah, you're like, what is this? And then I'm like, Acevedo, like where did this second verse come from?
2: Yeah, Acevedo's song is only going to get like more, I don't know, ballady and dirtier and stuff like that. I feel like rose petals are going to fall from the sky. I hope so. I just, I don't know how to feel about it.
1: Well, you, we've it's already, on me. well you've already talked about it how much yeah. you hate it and then I made you feel like crap because I told you how beautiful that's right I, I, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. yeah he prayed to God saying if you get was, me to play about major to, league baseball I was about to hate on it one more
2: time yeah you
1: don't remember that no I remember now yeah remember. so um the next... well it's almost Yom
2: Kippur so I can atone for all this stuff in a couple of days
1: yeah let's do that yeah um I <laughs> let's do that let's continue with the a Tony Kemp show oh my god oh! Yeah. suck it Raleigh your yeah. intro <laughs> um but for, for oh but it was funny because um one of my favorite parts of the dugout this is before Stephen Bo walked in is Mike Aldretti the quality control coach just like to sit on the top step and yeah. we have like story time we just talk controlling quality controlling you know, as you do the quality as you yeah. do um and he's all we all good for a quality control story and he told me this one Time when he was coaching with the Cardinals, which is kind of how his managerial or his coaching career started. Um, he said, I remember going up to bat, and Joe Kelly was pitching this oh for 30 kid. You're like, Oh, Joe Kelly is gonna smoke him. He hits a home run off of Joe Kelly, and Mike Aldretti goes, Who the F is this guy? <laughs> and it was number 21 Stephen Bo. First A B, right? I don't remember the
2: specifics. Okay. I thought maybe he hit his first career home run and his first AB off Joe Kelly. might've been, I'm going to Google that. I don't want to get that wrong, but um, you know, uh, yeah, I love that. And yeah. he does that like yabba dabba doo type Flintstones run out of the box. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't remember Takes like
1: 13 steps before he moves. I love it. But the best part was, was Aldo said, who the F is that? And then he said, fast forward all these years later and you Stephen Boat's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Yeah. And just being able to see it all and happen. And, you know, we sat down with Stephen Boat not too long ago to talk about it. And I went 0 for 3 and making him cry, which I was very, very proud of. Um, Mm -hmm. that's a stat you will not find on baseball reference. And for him to be able to retire with the, the team that him and his family love so much, um, is fantastic. And then same thing happened in, in Seattle, you know, he's from, he lives in Olympia with his family and he was able to give out the, the lineup card there too, just 45 minutes away from his home. Um, so they're definitely rolling out, um, all the big carpets for him and very much deserved. Yeah. It was not, I lied. It was not his first at bat. It might've been his first it homer. It couldn't have been his 1st it could not have been his 1st at back because he went 0 for 30 prior Right, to
2: that. Right, Um, It might've been his first homer, TBD. But we love Steven.
1: Yeah. Um, I uh, can't yeah. wait
2: for kind of announcing him on, on Wednesday in his last game. I don't know what, you know, the lineup's going to look like or anything like that. I imagine he'll be in it.
1: Yeah, somebody DM'd me today and said, is there, do you know when Steven Vogt's going to come into the game? Slash, is he going to start in any of the games? And here's the thing, y'all. I know it's the last three games of the season, but if you watch the game tonight, we're still playing baseball. I get it. Steven Vogt deserves all the accolades, but they're still going to develop a lineup that's good to win in certain aspects. Mm -hmm. And even today, we talked to Tony Kemp, who of course had that walk-off RBI third of his career. And he said, yeah, we know we're not going to be like throwing away at bats and throwing away situations and stuff like that. So I appreciate the sentiment, but, and I know that we're, we're very aware of Steven Vogt retiring, but. The pregame's dedicated to him. Everything beyond the actual game, of course, if he's playing, it's going to be one thing. Um, however, I do know watching Albert Pujols this season, the baseball gods very love. They love them a good storyline. So don't be surprised if something cool happens like that. Yeah, exactly. And it was, by
2: the way, his first career home run. So not as in his, in his second. I got to be honest. But I don't care. I, I want to get it right. I don't want to speak wrong, but yeah. But, um, Tony Kemp said post game when he was talking to Vince about just, you know, the importance of showing being the veteran on the team, showing the, the younger guys, these games may not matter in the standings, but they matter their momentum kind of carrying into next season. He said, the lights are still as bright. The fans are there that are watching. They deserve to to see the guys, you know, give it their all. And he's like, that's what I'm going to do. And that's what he did in his walk-off. So that's so cool.
1: Yeah. And he even said like, he, understands the veteran presence he has and he he says he wants to return to the A's you know he's heading into arbitration years and you know not free agent quite yet but despite all the young guys he's surrounded by he's still having a stellar second half yeah after a really crappy one he's leading the the league or the, the team in RBIs from the second half and all of that and you know we don't sleep on a Tony Kemp not to mention I guess we can get into this now you know, Chad Pender is known for being the walk-off mm-hmm. king. And before we started talking to Tony, I was going to ease into the whole, you had Chad Pender's walk-up song, which is Desperado by Rihanna. And um, it's funny because Martine and I kind of looked at each other like, oh, maybe they messed up the song. But you look at the plate and he's pointing to the dugout. And Tony said, you know, it's kind of an ode to Chad. He's actually going to use that song for the rest of the series, which yeah. just means the rest of the, the season, because Chad may not be back next year. I would be shocked if he is. Um, he's going to probably be in a Padres uniform. I'm going to put money on that if I mm. need to. You heard um, him here first, um, but I, I don't, you know, I yeah, hope not. No, I, I, he's not going to be on with the A's. I would, I would be shocked. I mean, he wants to stay with the A's, but I know, I don't know if he's saying that to kind of calm us down a little bit. Um, and with a veteran presence like that, but it was really cool because after we finished formally interviewing uh, Tony, he pulled us aside and he was like, Chad got like really emotional and got wow. a little choked up. And, and it was funny because even before we talked about the walk-off, Tony goes, did you like the Chad Pinder walk-off yeah. song? And it was like, we were going to ask you that later. And it was just really cool. So I had a panic attack
2: when, um, I was, I saw Tony Kemp in the on deck circle. I was ready to announce him as a pinch hitter and Desperado starts playing. Like you said, nobody told me that he changed his walk-up song. So I hear Desperado and like, I literally start screaming wrong song, wrong song. I'm like looking at the audio booth. I'm like, switch it. And then Justin, our producer goes, "No, no, 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 no. And he, he says to me, Tony Camp changed his walk-up song to whatever Pinder's walk-up song is this series so it's always been Desperado and it was like you know probably going to continue as Desperado but he he wanted to make sure that whatever Pinder had as his walk-up song he did too. I love how he told me that after the fact. As I you say he should got have given grairs. you a heads up. No he loves to
1: do that he loves to see <laughs> me. I mean to I get that but like, if you want to run, run a smooth operation like and especially with you. It's good practice for me. It's like But those, you like to be aware and like Ahead yes, of I the do. Curve and every, and I used to that. be
2: on that text chain where everybody's like talked about the walk up songs. I got taken off of it. And then all of a sudden I like freak out when I hear the wrong song or a new song yeah. or whatever. Um, but that's really cool that he did that. And then I almost accidentally introduced Pinder because hearing the song, like muscle memory, you start to want to say
1: like Chad Pinder, number 10. Yeah. And then, but I announced Tony Kemp. It was fine. Well, <laughs> And it's funny, just like, and you're not supposed to cheer the press box. So when Tony Kemp comes Chad out, Kemp. Yeah. Well, when you're yeah, well, it was kind of one of those things where I saw Tony and I said, let's go. I literally said that out loud. Oh, we're bleeping. I forgot. But that was a direct quote of what bare, I said bare. um that's my bad I was doing so well
2: with that it's all good it had you know you have to like kind of close out the season oh. with one of those because we started the season with one of those totally totally true. I am I have yet to be bleeped which I'm pretty proud
1: of but it's probably gonna but happen at the l- worst l- time l- for l- l- we edited a little bit yeah but uh, yeah okay yeah, yeah 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 um and it was but I I actually got to watch like it go down where they walk up to Olivia, who is one of our communications managers. And Seth Brown was like, I need a walk-up song change. And I, to see the behind the scenes of that is like really cool. Seth Brown changes it quite a bit. Yeah. And it was just kind of cool. He's like, that's it. I'm setting it. It's for the rest. It's Rosa Parks by Outcast." And that mm-hmm. was for the rest. And just like to watch it. And of course, a lot of the rookies that are coming through, they obviously, one of the first things they want to do is do the updates of the songs. Yeah. And Nate Mondu. I think he's, he's got Gambino for his, but I heard him, overheard him talking about it. Nate Mandu just got promoted officially after being on the taxi squad. So just like, I love watching that because yeah. you get to see the actual personality of the guy as opposed to just, oh, he's a baseball player. What are his stats? This and that. Yeah. And that's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. They, they get excited about it.
2: And of course I asked what, you know, just to confirm the Mandu pronunciation. And I was like, oh, Mandu like fondue, And they were like, of course you have. A food reference, yeah, Um, and yeah, that's how I remember things. Yes,
1: (laughs) it's cheese. Congratulations to him. He's (laughs) he's fantastic. I I was really excited to be able to cover him at AAA. Um, we should actually say goodbye and cheers to shifts and the pitch clock. Oh, let's choose for the the lack of pitch clock. Yeah, today we needed one. Today we could have used a pitch clock. Oh my gosh, we could have. Um, I. Pijada, he's probably still walking around the mound. I don't think this I've point. seen anybody that slow this entire season. It was tough to watch. I planned my future wedding, my future divorce. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at each other in the
2: control room like, is he trying to ice us? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on right now? Every other game had pretty much finished. They were probably about to start the doubleheader in New York the for post, tomorrow the morning. The was
1: ahead of us, yeah. Yeah,
2: I, I just... He needed a. It was like thirty six something seconds in between pitches or whatever, and he wasn't even throwing over. It was just him pacing around. He was kicking dirt off his cleats. I was like, it's not that much. It hasn't rained here, yeah, in ages. What are you talking? <laughs> There's no mud. What are you doing? you know (laughs) and I think he was trying to like oh and he was smiling as he walked. I'm talking about Jose Quijada the Angels relief pitcher he was like smiling as he walked off the mound and when he got taken out it was after a very like wild pitch that kind of up in the face of one of our batters I think it was Jonah Bryant or Capel and one of the 70s boys um (laughs) and uh and he kind of like grinned when he walked it was very strange. strange I don't know what that was about I don't
1: want to speculate here I was just we were all just kind of like ew dude you I t- hate people who smile when you shouldn't like crazy girl behind the stand crazy smile girl crazy smile girl yeah. don't smile when you shouldn't be smiling that's
2: literally the name of the movie Jess
1: don't smile when you shouldn't be smiling no it's called smile and oh. that's what she was doing. She was getting paid to do that. Oh, I know, I know but, like, that. Like in a creepy way. I know that, but yeah. I just like you shouldn't be smiling <laughs> and taking the attention away from me to game. You know, I hate that. Just hates happiness. I hate ha- no. I hate people. <laughs> I love happiness. Don't take the attention away from no, me. No, you're right. That's you're what right. I don't like. You're right. Um, but it's funny that you mentioned that because obviously we're in the tenth inning and Domingo Acevedo was pitching mm-hmm. and. Lights out, by the way. Oh gosh, he killed it. You want to talk crap about his He really he finally but... hit his form on game 160. No, I think, <laughs> I think he's been doing really, really well in no, the has, second half. But kidding. it was funny because obviously um, you can, where I'm at, we heard the fans right below us and one of the hecklers who, by the way, if you're a heckler, I know you just are fulfilling your life as a stand-up comedian. I will not go to your show. Yeah, nobody's going to your I'm show. I'm not going go to go your show. This isn't your show. Your show.
2: The this Coliseum
1: is, is not your stage. It is not your stage. And... They had a meeting on the mound, so Emo ran out. Um, it ran out, Scott Emerson, our pitching coach, and you hear a heckler go, "Why are you having a meeting?" you have a hundred losses and everybody kind of laughed about that it was funny once in
2: a while a heckler hits a a halfway decent joke but then everybody laughs I think he heard it and and then he gets all this yeah he gets all this like liquid courage and false pride and all this stuff and there was probably a lot of liquid courage yeah he probably
1: probably sat there and he was like oh my gosh they laughed let me keep this going it must be funny let me keep this going (laughs) um don't just don't um (laughs) Just we don't. we had a really fun night on Friday night at the watch yeah. party. We did, we had a great time. Thanks to everybody
2: who came out. The Oakland 68s throw a great party. Um, bingo was a blast. We had our friend Maddie mm-hmm. help us. Maddie is 16 and she wants to go into sports broadcasting. And she, I this is my first chance to meet her. I know you've met her before and you've connected with her. And um, she helped call bingo, she was fantastic. Um, I just sh- I just love like actually putting a face to a Twitter name sometimes. And like I met a lot of people at the watch party that I had like probably interacted with on Twitter but never met in person. They were so cool, like J Lo, it's Jay and his girl. Not the, J-Lo. Not the real J Not the real J Lo. Um, but we had a really good time. Um I gave out some candy. I ate a lot of candy. Mm-hmm.
0: the power of their data wasabi, another Boston based championship team.
2: Speaking of candy, I want to just put you on the spot right now. You handed me a snack of the game today. It was the Fruit Loops gummies. Yes. We have them here. I want you to tell me what you think because okay. I was torn. These
1: are snack gummies, by the way. Yes. She's chewing. She's chewing. They literally they taste like Fruit Loops. Her
2: face is a little should bit disappointed, a, a little bit angry. Should
1: I do ASMR?
2: Yeah, no, no. We already had the purring. This is too much ASMR for one show. There it is, plastic ASMR. They start
1: out tasting like Fruit Loops, and they then at the end they they taste
2: and smell like Fruit Loops. And then you're like, wait, there's no milk here. This isn't a cereal. Why am I eating something that tastes like a Fruit Loop? I'm confused. I don't hate them. I don't love them. I don't know. I've never been this indecisive about a food.
1: I love, cause I love cereal and I love fruit yeah. loops. Like that's a top childhood core memory for me, but I also love fruity, chewy gummies. So I appreciate like making me happy, which yeah. is obviously their goal, but <laughs> I get the, the aftertaste kind of ruins it for me. However, I want it have another one well thank you for giving me those and i definitely
2: ate a bunch of them even though every single time i didn't know whether i should keep going you know what
1: i i love going to stores and looking for snacks of the game for you you know i've like i've turned it into like a really fun thing it's fun for me because i kind of know like how the funkiness of the snacks that you're into
2: yeah i did like a little compilation of my snacks of the game took a little trip down memory lane through twitter and posted that Uh, is there one that you literally cannot stop thinking about the one that i like was most disappointing was the candy corn red vines because i love red vines so much they didn't taste like candy corn they smelled like maple syrup
1: honestly they probably would be better if they were in the twizzler form no no oh my god are we gonna fight right now no i feel like the the way that the candy corn is made it probably would have been better if it was in twizzler form twizzlers are
2: waxy inferior versions of red vines in my
1: M-I-M-H-O. Did I do that? I right? feel like Twizzlers are like me when I've applied a filter. <laughs> and red vines are how I actually look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I,
2: <laughs> Twizzlers are, are the the glossy and red vines are the matte finish. Yes. Yeah, I get that. But like red vines are way better. It's West Coast.
1: Like we're here. I know you were born in Baltimore and that might be what the Twizzlers influence brings in. So if I was born in Baltimore, had nothing to do with any sort of influence on a red candy. Okay i think we're blue back there <laughs> <laughs> okay well anyways just to get back to the watch party um <laughs> it was it was a good time hopefully we do a lot more of that stuff i i was and, bummed we waited year. so long to do one because i had such a good time i i don't know it just felt like it was like natural and fun mm-hmm. and of course there's we had ace cast going in the pregame show and i had a couple martinis and it was just i'm gonna say amazing. something slightly controversial um by the time the
2: Mariners hit their walk off, there weren't a ton of us left there. And I remember thinking, listen, this game doesn't matter for us, but how unbelievably kind of insane historically it is for the Mariners. And I just kind of watched it in awe of like, take yourself out of the fact that you're an A's fan right now and just appreciate well, people, I that,
1: think people like that history
2: was made. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. Was, nobody was mad. For sure. yeah, this for is sure. Sure. not me rooting for yeah. the Mariners in yeah. any way or rooting for us to lose. I would prefer that we win that yeah. game. But if we had to to lose it actually witnessing like kind of the the reaction of the mariners fans was something just like to admire i
1: agree yeah. and tony kemp did that too he sat in right field and just kind of took it all in. Yeah. just wanted because he got to witness history too and like it had been since 2001 for them yeah and that year
2: they won 116 games i believe mm-hmm. and like didn't win at all so yeah. Like, that's a lot of disappointment. We have been lucky as A's fans in order to see our team go to the playoffs many, many times. I have always said, like, I'd rather have the team go to the playoffs many, many times, even if we're not winning the World Series every year, than do what the Pirates or the Mariners have done, which is like just underachieve over and over and over again. So
1: couldn't you define them as underachieving in a way, though, going to the playoffs and not making it past a certain time?
2: Uh, I think that's for like a longer podcast, but yeah, I mean, you're right, there, but person. I'm of the opinion that anything goes once you make the postseason. case in point, the Kansas city Royals and the San Francisco giants, they never went in with the best team. Yeah. They just got hot at the right time.
1: That's interesting. So,
2: especially now it's different with now three wild yeah. cards. We don't have everybody's, you know, starting the the game on Wednesday at the exact same time. And I get the purpose of that. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome, but there's actually no games that really matter in terms of standings. We are gonna watch to see if Aaron Judge can hit another homer or if Pools can get, hit another homer or like individual feats. And obviously, number one in, in my opinion is watching Stephen Votes last game, but like the the um kind of the part where you're you're like scoreboard watching to see if another team loses or wins. That's just kind of happened to be taken out. And there's a third wild card. So it's like teams are in. Yeah. They're either in or they're not. And three game play in for three game series for the wild card. How much would we have enjoyed that a couple of years ago? You had a one game. Yeah. For consecutive years. Yeah. Brutal. We're living in the wrong century. Or well, it is. Or at least. Three, even during yeah, <laughs>
1: and even during the 2020 season, like that that wild card race, like that was bizarre. Yeah, like or we have three games. It's like okay, but like it was also just like weird, and people call it the Mickey Mouse playoffs yeah. and all this other stuff. I genuinely feel like the A's were a phenomenal team; they just didn't have a chance to show it off. And it's interesting that you mentioned the whole thing because I think about like the Red Sox, like several years back. Were you looking to get more? I wine? want more. watch. No. Okay. <laughs> Just saw, just saw my eyes drift for
2: half a second to the half-open bottle of there wine, and go. she was like, "Let's go." But I will
1: say, because I think about playoff teams a lot, and I feel like you have three teams each season: you have your spring training preseason team, you have your mm-hmm. regular season team, and your playoff team. You know, it's October third, so I could say you have your first cousins and then your, your second, second cousins, cousins and then your cousin. Um, But and it's it, Mean it, Girls reference, yeah. That. And I think about Red Sox where. They could be a pretty crappy regular season team, but they know how to handle the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre, right? And so, just like you were saying, like the Mariners could be so hot during a regular season, but pun intended, it's a new ball game a new mm. monster in the postseason. And yeah. the Astros dealt with that a while back; like they they would get there, but never surpass it. And now it's obviously a different. Speaking of new song ball game
2: dance, are you gonna miss the shift or no? I am not. Yeah. Um, so we're we're cheering to the shift. But we're we're not pouring one out for it.
1: Well, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Like I, I really do. I I remember working for Cut Forum being so in awe of the Joey Gallo shift and the Matt Olson shift. But then after years of working in the game I'm over it, I love the strategy of it. But I know when, it was actually Buster Posey who talked about, you know. I want to see Brandon Crawford make a diving play. We have Nikki Knox, who by the way is Madison. Nikki Knox. The that's name of good. Madison Madison. Cat. Cat, yeah, yeah. And um, I feel like it's so important to see more of that because I know people like to bash on Rob Manfred and what he's doing is controversial, but I in a way understand what he's doing mm-hmm. and I can respect why he's doing it. Um and I feel like the two, the changes that he's making, David Forst, our GM, was obviously going out and seeing double-A, single-A, triple-A players. And he said he got to adjust to the pitch clock and he loved it. An old-school guy who has put together some fabulous teams over the course of a mm-hmm. couple of decades loved the pitch clock. Pitch clock, I'm about it. Shift banning, I'm about it.
2: You Runner just- on second rule.
1: I'm not about it, but unless but, it's tonight. <laughs> but let's talk about the pitch clock thing. You were not into it. I wasn't. Until like a I wasn't. Ago. You talked
2: me into yes. it. I thought it was going to be less baseball, but it's just condensed baseball. I know. I make. Mean, I mean, I didn't want it to feel like less baseball. I yes. understood that we weren't actually cutting out pitches,
1: but. Um, after tonight I I literally looked at I looked at I looked at at Martin Gallegos he He is the (laughs) A's beat reporter for lmb.com and I said you know the pitch clock tonight this is exhibit A B and C why we need it and same thing like I remember talking to you when we were on A's cast and you are talking about how you didn't like it. And I remember going into the AAA coverage thinking this is going to be freaking stupid. And of course my broadcast partner has been covering AAA the entire season. Yeah. And he's like, I swear you're going to be fine. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. And after the first game, I was like, yep. oh, we can go grab a couple of beers and still be home by 10. Like, let's go. And it didn't take anything away from the game. And to clarify on the shift thing,
2: the reason I'm about it is not necessarily, I like the strategy of like scouting and moving your players over to where a guy is going to hit. I still think that the movement should happen, but I do think there has to be a limit, like a invisible line, whether it's through second base or something like that, that makes people actually play the positions that they're in. Because you can't actually start a fielder in foul territory. Otherwise you could shift to wherever the heck you wanted. Yeah. So there has to be like, you know, it's mayhem right now. Like let's get some order. Also the runner on second rule, hate it. Townie, I will fight you to the death on that. Unless it's tonight. Yeah. Because tonight... The game didn't matter for either team. Yes, I do believe like everybody should be playing their hearts out, like Tony said, but the run-around second rule tonight was helpful. Especially after Quijada was like, you know, I don't know what what he was doing on the mound, playing Yahtzee, walking
1: around. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Contemplating life. Watering which, watering I flowers. It. I don't yeah, contemplating life. Um there was not enough hours in the day for me to con- for me to do that. But yeah, I get but it. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm 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 Interested to see what's going to happen. We're it's going to be an interesting year for a number, and it's going to be a, an adjustment. We're all going to hate it at first because mm-hmm. it's new. We all hate new things. Yeah, we like we our routine, we, all of that other stuff. And I totally understand. And it was funny that you mentioned that because even today, like I looked up and Jonah Bride's on third. I'm like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Like even then, I was like, right, right, like, right. He the, started on second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it was just kind of one of those things, but uh runaway bride <laughs> yeah ex- ex- exactly right? uh but I was Sorry. thinking about that too like um and I had when I had Robert Flores on the show he was like we forget we don't even bat an eye when it comes to um, yeah. checking the pictures for sticky substances yeah we were used to that it. was a whole thing we got annoyed and we're, these things are, we're not going to bat nine. You know what? And I know we've been on this for a little while, but
2: I remember when interleague play was instated. I'm, I'm a little bit older than you are. So you probably don't remember. You, weren't, yeah, I'm so you weren't on solid I do food not, yet. I do not understand this reference. Yeah. Um, but I remember when interleague play was a thing and everybody lost their minds Yeah. I do remember oh my gosh, that's funny, right? Yeah. Now it's like, Hey, that's what, because people were arguing, Oh, well then it's going to devalue the fact that you're going to see an AL and an NL team in the world series. And that's going to be the first time they're going to meet. And how cool is it that like the leagues finally mix when you're in the world yeah. series? Like, I mean, come on, like, yeah, I'm so glad right now that we're not, I mean, we're actually getting away from the divisional stuff next year too. Right. Who needs to play the Astros and Rangers and Mariners nineteen times seriously. Oh my gosh! I remember. do not divisions yes. divide us. Yes, that was for before when they didn't have like air travel. Yeah, that, that was so yes. that people could like actually like be on a bus, be on a bus yeah. to the nearby teams. We can fly to St. Louis. Newsflash: It's fine. Yeah. Everything's I gonna
1: be okay. Texting somebody and and they were like, "Who are you guys playing?" I was like, "The Astros." They're like, "You're joking." It's yeah. the 80th it's time. It's always
2: the astral. I mean, I- and I remember cheering, by the way, when they, not cheering, whatever, like being excited when they came to the American League. Another thing that's dating me, um, because they were so, so bad at the yeah. time. Now they're like kind of good. Ugh.
1: You know, the brewers I often
2: forget are an NL team.
1: I know. Well, you're living in the,
2: what, in the
1: past past? But like, my thing is, is like, I, for, I like. We're, i was living in you live in the
2: milwaukee braves past?
1: No. but i was also living in a, in a thing where it's kind of like there's certain batters where you forget if they're left and right handed yeah. like aj griffin i always forget yeah i still don't remember aj griffin yeah if he pitches left or right yeah oh right there's Lefty see and like we right? don't i don't want to know though don't look because even it's just one of those guys where i it's have to like, look okay that's let fine. me look it up yeah okay um while you're working at yeah. that, um, I had Jonah bride on the show today and I was joking with him. Cause as he was taking batting practice, I saw Mike trout was, was near the batting practice cage. And I was like, I was like, Hey, did you notice Mike trout was it's watching? <clears throat> yeah. It's okay. You are going to be 50% correct. <laughs> um, and <laughs> <He's a righty. laughs> He's a righty. it's okay. There's certain, there's certain guys where I like forget, you know, yeah, even yeah. Tony Kemp every Same. now and then I'm like, Oh, right. Lefty. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so when I sat down with Jonah, I was like, did you see Mike Trout was watching your batting practice? He was like, he was. And I was like, (laughs) "Oh, he was talking to Brad Ausmus and Jonah's like, it's okay. I'll take it. And then he says, I often think about like Jersey swaps. And he said, two of mine would equal one of his. (laughs) 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 And I was like, that's really nice of you. Cause it would be more Jonah. Um... (laughs)
2: Technically, if you divided 27 by five, it's five, but that's okay. Um, what do you mean? Sorry, I'm just being a math weirdo.
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, I know what you mean. How I, dare you come out with me with the math thing? I know what you meant. Gosh, my life just flashed before my eyes. I know. Um, before we wrap this up, I think we were both on the same proud, like, sister moment when Pache got that bunt.
2: Oh my god. So he, I think, probably celebrated a sack bunt more than anyone he has one of ever celebrated. Uh, yeah. He broke it down after. First. I was yeah. excited for you know what you should be celebrating saxons yeah. like that. He got the job done. Yeah, that is just as good as like everybody else that contributed toward the walk off. You know, he what I mean? walked like- bride down
1: the aisle. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> oh, God. Um, from for those not understanding, um, his sacrifice but sent Jonah from second to third. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah uh yeah i mean Tony totally Kemp got the walk off but he wouldn't have been able to do that had Paje not moved over the runner ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and that's the plan that's the plan in these extra and innings with that runner wine in a second sounds like you I don't know. need any more wine but Why? i'll give you some you just went ooh, ooh, ooh. oh i had one glass of wine wait like that's nothing i know i said it sounds like but i know how much you've actually drunk
1: yeah
2: we're to breathalyze ourselves occasionally um we don't I actually know. don't want to know no it's kind
1: of like when you get that screen time notification on oh, your phone i'm yeah, like i don't want, want to i want that negative ne- phone no what? negativity is Neg- the word yeah
2: okay. <laughs> cool this wine is delicious it's very good it's it bogle is. yeah how are we gonna shadow bogle when are we gonna get that sponsor? you know i love bogle wine i
1: know you do when are we gonna get that spot next season y'all bogle get me that get me that sponsor <laughs> ship
2: that was know. very broad city of thank,
1: thank i know thank you so much yeah, in the curb a, in, in the club. in the club. what do we got next on tap um oh gosh he's doing the thing um i was actually for a low-key moment on your level where i was like what else what should we going? talk about actually let's let's, i do have something we can talk about so we have This is our penultimate show you're right another nerd speak for you we do have um beyond not just Stephen boat saying goodbye but kurt suzuki we're gonna give him like a retirement yes. ceremony mm-hmm. tomorrow
2: not like a full start cer- you said retirement ceremony like we're talking about like a nice moment here like not a full well, he's not getting a flyover i'm just saying. i will say
1: <laughs> color guard flyover <laughs> The whole bit. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not going to be Sorry, like, a, bro. it's not going to be like a presidential thing. Yeah. Um, Cause <laughs> oh, that's no. just too much. That's but not, but no. Mark Kotze was in the dugout. We were talking about what he had to do um, for all of that. And we were talking about like what his giveaway was like mm-hmm. his, as he left and he, he of course ended his career as a player at the Padres and he, they gave him a surfboard 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 and so I I said that is the coolest gift it makes me think of the teen choice awards but like also it makes me th- like yeah and they write out yeah. all the things that you've done in your yeah career on a surfboard and he said that it's in his son why are you saying surfboard like Beyonce Beyonce says surfboard surfboard there's a, there a it's DT the- like on
2: I was doing the same thing you were doing, but we hear it differently. It's like one of those like Yanny Laurel things. I think. Yeah.
1: but I'm mean, also exaggerating because that's what I like to okay, do. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And he said that it was in his son's room for the longest time, but even his his son's too cool and doesn't want it in his room. How cool do you have to be to not want Mark Kotze's surfboard in your this, room? I
2: take it. I don't surf. By the way, what you reminded me of with surfboard, what surfboard? <laughs> What do you think of when I say Brad Osmus's name and surfboard? What do, do you think does anything come to Brad mind? Brad Osmus and Surfboard. Do yourself a fave, Google Brad Osmus surfboard. In fact, I'm gonna do it right here no, right I now. Wanna... Just so we can get Jess's reaction. No, 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 no We're doing this like this an actual in this is a live i want your
1: on that note. We were thinking of what would the A's give away as like their thing. And we, oh. we thought about a drum.
2: I think a drum is a great Lid idea. Right. Jeez Louise. She's looking at the photo now, y'all. I don't, why, why, why did you do Brad this to Ausmus? me? I because don't... when I was on MLB Network and when I was I producing with MLB that Network, man. we used to put I'm this not... picture. I don't know what magazine know it was for, whether it was GQ or Maxim or what, but Brad post post shirtless in front of a surfboard. His
1: and washboard was, abs match the surfboard. This
2: wasn't supposed to, this isn't, like for just say this fart. wasn't this wasn't part of the rundown i'm, I'm uncomfortable little bits <laughs> little bits of uncomfortable yeah so items. we just yeah the show went from being pg to pg 13 in that moment i
1: will say there is one particular person who loves to text me over and over and over again where saying, are we going with this will you send me photos of brad osmus because he is such a babe who is we, and we so have to i have call out that person them to her Just, like, casual when he's, like, having a friend of yours. Like, throwing catch. Having a catch. Throwing BP. Well, I mean, anyways, the point is, what you would would ask. The point is, is he was talking to Mike Trout while they were watching Jonah Bride take batting practice. And Nate Mondew.
2: Yes, but you asked me a question about what the best yes. gift would be. And I think a drum is a fantastic idea. Yes. You're talking about like kind of retirement gift for Stephen, yes. right?
1: Or just a gift for somebody that I like. Maybe like a golden res- referee whistle or like. Well, no, I meant like an overall thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Cause like I think a, that, they all give the. the like a hodgepodge. Course. And Trevor Hoffman like came back to like hang out with Cots. Kotz. Kotze is so beloved. Oh, I have a wonderful story about Kotze today. So he. <laughs> like he's he's great about the media and stuff but we were looking for the camera and he always falls like sits where the camera is in the scrum yeah and there was no camera today apparently people that run television stations don't care about the a's anymore anyways so i was sitting and he so i was in like the middle of the dugout and they were on like the mm-hmm. right side toward the bathroom and i was in you hear Cot saying you guys ready it's 3 and i stand up and all i hear is cots go no don't move and i'm like okay wait what he's like and he moves the the seeds, you know, the, the carrier with the seeds. Yeah, he's, yeah. He moved that. He goes, I will come to you. Oh, that is so sweet. Because so sometimes, and I don't know if he just thinks I am annoyed wearing my wedges and have to walk, but it was very, very nice of him. He does that. He always makes sure that I'm comfortable because, like, sometimes I get sweaty. Yeah, and I to sit on a thing.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be the title of my memoir. Sometimes, sometimes I get sweaty. I
1: I've been sweating a lot lately, and it's just I I, I don't know if I put myself. See. it's a number let's let's diagnose it right now yes um it's been hot lately that could be it that's interesting you work hard that could be it i also stress myself out you stress yourself out by walking upstairs and downstairs hot
2: flashes are you close to menopause or? i am
1: so young and supple it's not that then that it's also definitely...
2: please don't ever say that word again <laughs> it gives me the skeeves <laughs> it really do
1: i'm so um, young to under to not know let's that See reference. what else we got i don't know just- I'll I literally like remember how my car battery died recently. Yes, I do. I I was fine, everything was good. The moment I got my car, my car didn't start. I was, what's the word? Schwitzing. Schwitzing.
2: Is that correct? <laughs> well, if you're talking about if you're
1: sweating, or yes, yeah, schwitzing. I was schwitzing. Yeah. And then it was it was like not a huge deal. I'm so lucky that I have you to take me to work sometimes. But I was also just like freaking out, like my life is a joke. <laughs> and literally, all I had to do was like call somebody, replace my battery.
2: But it's a stressful That's thing. That's the moral of today's show,
1: folks. Is sometimes you get really
2: sweaty, panic about things, but sometimes you just need to recharge your battery.
1: Gorgeous.
2: I know. Gorgeous. Yeah. Glass and a half of wine. I get to be a philosopher.
1: Life is a glass half full of wine. Damn. All right. <laughs> I, we need to go. I need a shower. Need to, I'm going to let you I've go. Because I've been talking about sweating and I literally I'm, started sweating. Yeah, I'm I'm going to sweating, I'm gonna sweating and about about I'm going to let you go. You're sweating Wait, thinking about me? Oh thinking my about gosh, Amelia! This is the last call,
0: last call